0: what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the remember country music podcast as usual i'm kyle korblis and uh today's exciting it's friday so if you're listening right now uh there's a new episode out so go listen to that um you know uh we put out what, what's this week we put out an episode of mark wills so that's pretty cool so uh go go take a listen to that and uh you know share that with your friends but uh, besides the point, we're a few weeks in the future here, and I get sit down with a guy that I think is pretty damn cool, uh, Adam Church, dude. Thank you for coming out with me. I appreciate it. I'm really excited to just uh, get to know you a little bit, talk about your songs, and uh, you know, dive into you.
1: Yeah, dude. Thanks for having me. I'm honored to be hanging out with you, dude, and I appreciate <laughs> the opportunity. And ready to spill whatever you need dude We're this will be we're fun man it
0: all. i love it <laughs> so, so uh we're just off off uh, recording here we, we were uh, talking about how you're in a much better spot than i am you're in the sun you're down the beach i'm i'm in uh in my basement in uh, northern new jersey it's probably a lot warmer where you are than where i am and uh, uh where are you right now i see all the trees in the back The sunshine it looks great
1: so we we take a trip every year it's like an annual family trip with my parents and uh brother-in-law and my sister my wife and little daughter and we're out here at edisto beach south carolina cool pretty nice scene out here yeah even though i'm rocking north carolina hard on the shirt for them all but it's all good it's all right carolina pride but no one's gonna throw tomatoes at you you're all good (laughs) yeah we're keeping it keep it in the southeast at least (laughs) Yeah, that's right that's right well that's awesome
0: i uh I well, like, is, is it warm out today? Because like for Jersey weather is weird. Cause like, so, so we were like riding high in like the, the seventies, low eighties, all the way through, like, what is it, October all the way through, like probably the middle of September. And then it just flipped. And it was like 45, 50. It was like night and day. It wasn't even like a slow, a slow burn. It was like, it was like, all right, wake up one day. Damn, it's cold. And, and, it stinks like yesterday it was 65 which was great but like yeah. you know this weekend's gonna be like 45 so i don't get it so so i mean you're in a much better spot i won't get burned today you might
1: yeah my with my uh, red fair skin a red hair fair skin i'm yeah. putting on that spf 70 that's all right
0: day. <laughs> i come from a family of red hair fair skin too if you can't tell you can see through me it's terrible <laughs>
1: Dude, it's a it's a beast and a burden, I guess. But it's a hey, tough life out here, isn't it? It is it's what ridiculous. it is. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's about I'd say seventy six out here right now. That's where I'm good. like, like my hometown Boone, North Carolina, it's like might get thirty nine at night right now, yeah. like fifty seven <laughs> in the day. So it's it's a little chillier. It's sweatshirt and jeans up there, but this is a little different for me. I did not got sunburned yet. Thank God. All right.
0: Well, that's pretty good. Keep keep that hat on. You don't want to get the head sunburned and, uh, and uh, let it roll. Are you the kind of guy on the beach? This is a really random question. Are you the kind of guy? So I wasn't this kind of guy that I'm about to say, but I've become this guy. Are you the kind of guy that wears like the, the, the fishing shirts on the beach, like the long sleeve, like cool comfort fishing shirts that don't, that allow obviously all your skin to be covered. Is that, is that, is that who you are? Dude,
1: my brother in law Garrett, he's got like four of those packed. He's that guy, Clemson fan. Um, <laughs> probably has like four of those with the Clemson paw on it. And then I'm just, I think I walked out with uh, a brother's hunt, like some of my songwriting guys, some of Luke's buddies uh, yeah. wore their shirt. I'm always repping like the dudes I work with. Yeah, I think I wore an old school Luke Combs shirt already out there. Hey, no, um, why not? I'm wearing this today, just like Carolina Pride thing, but now That's I'm good. usually t shirt swim trunks, American flag swim trunks. yeah, my feet are about as wide as I as go. So, uh, <laughs> I got flip-flops on. I never wear flip-flops. I hate my feet. I hate everything about it, but hey, you're at the beach. You gotta do something. Might as well. Might as well. I, <laughs> I, I, I
0: have uh I I have uh not proudly become the long sleeve shirt the beach guy. Listen, I you know I, I I mean I wouldn't say I'm in great shape. Now I used to be in good shape I used to love you know running around in trailers <laughs> on the beach and and now it's like I just don't want to get burned. So I so I, I invested in the in the the Salty Crew and the Hulk and all of those like fishing brand shirts that'll cover my arms and cover my entire t- torso so I don't get burned I can fall asleep on the beach happily.
1: So dude, I might need to take lessons on that just for my sake. It's like, "Are okay, you dude?" why get all that nasty sunscreen and sticky and I just don't like that feeling. I What's don't know. That going? sounds weird, but I don't know. Might though. as well just use a long sleeve. We'll be good. Exactly.
0: There's no point. I, Hey, listen, listen, if there's anyone out there that's listening that owns like one of those brands that make all those shirts, just send them to us. We'll, we'll wear them. We'll wear them. Dude, we'll
1: wrap them. That's we'll right. Get it going.
0: That's right. I love it. So, so uh I kind of want to uh, circle back in here and uh, after our uh, beach conversation and, uh yeah. and uh kind of dive into your, to your, little bit of your backstory. Um, you know, you've been, you put out a couple songs this year and I, I believe that there's more coming if I am, uh, not mistaken, but, um, you know. so, so kind of, how are you where you are? You, you kind of mentioned Luke a little bit. We'll dive into that too, but, um, kind of where, how did you find yourself here in terms of, in terms of writing songs and putting music out, you know, like, you know, it's probably been a pretty long journey. It probably took a little bit, but, but why are you here now? Why is now the time for you?
1: And I've dreamed – my dream started – I mean, it's – I'm sure we'll talk all about it. But I guess, like, when I saw Eric Church play in my hometown, I was a senior in high school. 18 years old, Eric Church played this place called Legends in Boone, North Carolina. And uh, I just, like, broke up with my girlfriend, I think, and dated her for three years in high school or so. And he played Can't Take It With You When You Go. And I was like, uh-huh. with my jam. And I was like, right when he played that tune and just captured me, cap- captured that crowd, I was just like, I want to do what this guy's doing. Like, I want to tell stories. I want to be a performer. I want to do all this. So really, that was my jumpstart moment of like, I want to do country music or just music in general. I tailor towards the rock side. But I mean, Eric Church in that background with my dad raising me in classic Rockville is uh, kind of where I sit and I guess fast forward to today from then, like Eric Church is still, I've never met the guy yet. Luke says he's like a great dude. All He business, seems like the greatest you on planet <laughs> And And it's like, I'm here now. I've gotten to write with some great writers this year. Yeah. This EP I've been putting out, Ray Fulcher has been a great friend. I've met through Luke along the way that's really yeah. kind of helped me and guide me through some of this new artistry and songwriting stuff and right. making me feel comfortable in all these rooms. And to and then that to the music like the magic from like I'd say February I started co-writing with some big songwriters and it's my dream to be in those rooms and it's so lucky and blessed to be in those rooms that people move to Nashville to be there and they might be 20 years before they get in those rooms or never and um, so I treat every day and every opportunity and every relationship as I mean as gold really and just to hone into that learn from all these guys and just keep putting out the best songs and music that I can. So that life's kind of crazy, right? It's a full circle kind of be, get, go to where I am now. Of like I'm still yeah. treating it the same. I'm just maybe, uh, taking it more serious than I've ever taken it though. Now sure. for sure. Going life's forward. kind of a
0: crazy thing, isn't it?
1: It's, yeah, fun, it's, it's funny
0: how life pans out.
1: Dude, it's God's worked out some crazy that's stuff, right. man. It's wild.
0: You, you go from, you go from a guy standing there, listen to, to Eric church singing, uh, sit my coffee cup, sit my cup where the coffee table used to be, which is like one of the craziest gut-wrenching lines in all of country music, in my opinion. <laughs> For just, real, though. It just yeah. hurts. That, that's like one of those lines you listen to and you sit back and you're like, did he really have to say that? Like, that hurts. Like, why why did he have to say that? But it's great. It's phenomenal. It's but-
1: insane. I felt like on the same point, not trying to cut you off, but that was like with my girlfriend. I was seven, 18. I don't know what's going on really in life yet, but I dated her for so long and just had this relationship and just hearing Eric's story with like, even that, if that wasn't his real life or one of his songwriters he wrote that with, it was like, that was hitting me so hard. Those lines and that song of like, man, this is crazy. So yeah, yeah, man.
0: Music does music does like, it it has funny things of funny ways of working out for people and kind of like, like making them feel a certain way. I, I totally agree. I think that like, you know, like, we gravitate towards things that'll make us feel a certain way when we're going through something. Right. And, and Mm -hmm. for you, that was music for me. That's music for a lot of people. That's music. And that's a lot of other things for other people, but, but music, no matter what genre it is, uh, obviously for us here, we, we talk about more songwriter heavy things. And then that's, that's kind of the point, but um, you know, it makes you think, right. It makes you think like, Hey, if I'm going through this, like time in life, that's kind of shitty. I mean, you're 18. Like, it's probably the end of the world for an 18 year old. But in retrospect, yeah. it's like it's like whatever. There's there's a lot more fish in the sea. But as an 18 year old, you're probably just like, well, now what? Like now, now what? It's yeah. like the end of the world. The world's gonna blow up. But music yeah. are one of those things where you're like, hey, like I went through this. Eric Church went through this. Ten more other people went through this. I'll be all right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, you know, it, it's one of those things. It's crazy, but i love that kind of every church is like your 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 glue to all this oh yeah and when it comes to writing and and all these other people like ray and and all these people that that you're writing with like these these guys are these guys are are some of the best like they are they are the cream of the crop right and the fact that you get Mm -hmm. to find yourself in these rooms writing these songs with guys that are only going to make you better has to excite you in terms of your music going forward
1: Oh 100% I mean just it, I guess the coolest thing too is like starting out with Luke back in the day kind of I got him he booked his first show really and like I was working at Kmart at the time this will wrap into what about Ray and these relationships but it's working at Kmart and Boone when I was 19 and Luke I'd met him and I'd already been playing music around town and he kind of like he would open for me or play my set breaks at some of my shows. And I like, yeah, he's like, hey, man, like he hit me up. The initial meeting was uh, he saw me with the Appalachian State hat on and I of YouTube video. He's like, I got to hit this guy up. So he'd never played shows. He would wrote like a couple songs at that point and put them on YouTube. i like a Clint Black killing time cover. It was pretty good. I wish it was still on there. <laughs> but um, coming through that, like just showing Luke, like we made a duo and just kind of like, started playing and like learning, and like, I'd play 80% of the songs on guitar and he would sing like half the show and I would sing the other half, but it just, we started growing through that process of like showing him how to play live shows. And I was teaching myself all this stuff too. And then Luke, uh, we had our same, I still play with two of the same guys in my band that Luke had in his original band. It's a uh, love that, that aspect of how we are. And, and yeah. my band is still and my guys from Boone, North Carolina still for the most part. And, It's uh, wrapping around back to Ray. I met Ray in like 2015 through Luke just one time. And it was just like, man, this guy is just like you, great heart, cares about people. I mean, that's what it takes like in this industry to like capture people more so than money could ever do for anybody connects. It's really just caring about other people and making sure you got them. That's all I want to do for people that are where I'm at or under me because I'm that guy under them. And it's I mean, it's just kind of give it all back mentality but it's uh it's crazy to think like even like ray and all that it's just meeting these people through these relationships like eric church and these guys are heavy hitter dudes that are top cream of the crop like you were saying and they're just the best humans which is the coolest part um which i want to stress that to everybody out there that they're just great people
0: absolutely i the, the the one thing i'll say is that through this whole little music journey that i'm going through and have been going through for the last two years, the one thing that has always stayed constant is
1: mm-hmm. that
0: no matter who you are in this industry, everyone for the most part are just normal people. And we all have the same passion, right? Like we're, yeah. we're all, we're all very similar in many ways. And no matter who you sit down with and talk to on a daily basis, it that shows that shows. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and when you're not that kind of person that sticks out too, you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. when, when you're not that way, then basically you don't deserve the time of day because, you know, a guy like Ray Fulcher or Luke Holmes or whoever Mm -hmm. are a certain way. Right. So why should you be any different? So, you know, I, I, I love that about this whole entire country music family and world and whatever. I love that. It's, it's great. It's always really uh, refreshing when you have guys like that, that, that do it all and have done it all and uh, will continue to do it all. And they're just people. Right. Um, yeah. so, so live it that way. Cause there's definitely some young songwriter here. That's 18 years old that is going through a breakup right now. And it's, is trying to figure themselves out and they're listening <laughs> right now. And they say, Oh, well, Adam went through this and Adam seems like a pretty cool guy. And, and, you know, maybe I can write with Adam one day and maybe we can have the same kind of experience. So, you know what I mean? So like sure. I, I feel like that's the important thing is like, you, you want to come off and, and, remember where you came from and remember where you're going to be. And, and, you know, so that's, that's how I see it. But for oh, anyone yeah. who doesn't realize uh, we've been talking about um, we keep saying Luke, 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 we've been talking about Luke Holmes. I'm, I'm pretty sure that this is pretty apparent, but um, <laughs> it's kind of cool that, that you guys kind of did this together. Right. And you were like yeah. kind of coming up together and, and figuring it out and learning together. Cause sometimes you need that person when you don't know anything, you need someone who also doesn't know anything so that you can kind of just, make mistakes together, succeed together, and, and just see where it takes you. Now, my yeah. question is, is yeah. that when you were playing in Boone, North Carolina, and you were playing these shows, and, you know, you, you meet guys like Ray Fulcher later on, why, why wait until, you know, 2021, 2022 to finally go ahead and say, okay, I'm going to start cutting some stuff?
1: Yeah man that's a huge question a lot of people don't even like ask me really like I think you might be the first guy to really dig into me and ask that, like that. <laughs> and just to be to be honest with myself I mean kind of things I would say Luke moved to Nashville with uh, and all, gave us all the opportunity like hey man move to Nashville with me I'm going to try this out and he moved with his ex-girlfriend who I, we went to high school with and stuff I did in my hometown and that's kind of what, ha- as I had one more year of college left at Appalachian, I was the first kid in my family to go to a college. So I was like, I want to do this. I did not believe in my buddy. I thought Luke had all the ability in the world to do anything he wanted. I knew he would always be good no matter where, what happened. And uh, so I stayed, Step kept playing with those guys. And I had a girlfriend at the time too, and I was just like, it was serious, but it kind of fizzled out and she was a great person. I'll never knock her for that, but um, ended up just playing around the boom still with some buddies and trying to just have fun. I I honestly didn't think I was ready because I was so shy to like vocally. I'm still improving vocally. I'm not the best singer in the world, never will be. And I mean, some people may think that, but I don't. And Some of the best singers in the world aren't
0: the best singers in the world. Believe me.
1: That's (laughs) the way, that's the way I think about it. But, I guess it was just kind of like God's timing and plans of like things I was doing in and out of, of Boone. And I did move to Nashville in 2017. I would always like play a show with Luke or do something around Luke that he would always kind of urge me to be like, dude, I know that you want to do this. I yeah. know this is, you got me. He's like, your dream's been longer. You've had your dream longer than I've had my dream man. and like just kind of like always nudging me along as far as like a good, like maybe now in my age of 31 and being a dad and a husband, it's like, I was always kind of a follower. I felt like kind of in the shadows of like, that's who I wanted to be. I'm cool with that. But now it's like, I have this voice and, and this thing that's people gravitate to. Maybe it's my personality. I think more than anything and like a care for people, but man, it's just kept getting those urges, man. It's like, dude, I need to do this. I have to do this. I have to go. Um, moved to Nashville 2017, Sam Crabtree, one of Luke's old buddies too, still buddies. And one of my big songwriters I hang out with still, he works for Riley Green right now. And does pretty good. Uh, lived with him. I would always drive back to North Carolina because my mom and dad were five and a half hours away. And yeah. I was just so homey like that, man. My, my fiance at the time, now my wife and I met her. So I was playing at the college bar back there and I would just go back home every two weeks. I wrote the going back to Carolina song.
0: About <laughs> that.
1: So, um, I mean, after that, I ended up a year in. I was like playing Broadway a little and starting to write with some cool buddies like Muscadine Bloodline was our good people yeah. and uh i don't write with them now but they're great dudes and they were like the guys i would hang out with yeah. Brian nelson like yeah. these nashville dudes joe fortner like they're great people nate yeah. frederick you hopefully you've heard some of those guys are and a uh, guy there's they're just the my crew man like that yeah. all those dudes and we've kind of all come up together all about the same age a little younger a little yeah. older and um i guess it kind of wrapped into luke inviting me out because i was just like man i'm I'm always going to play music. I'm happy in my hometown. And then uh, Luke hit me up for this opportunity. He's like, Hey man, come out on tour with me for being over, broke. my heart, I just want to hang out with you like old times. Cause I know that's, whenever me and Luke would hang out, it was just like, I know he wanted to cut music off a lot and just like, I know he would always, I never want to bring up music around him because it was just like, this is this dude's life. He's bogged down with it. I'm sure he wants a break. So I'm a friend. He can confide in and understand from back in the day. And how that, all that wraps in to that is just going on that tour. He's like, dude, I've got an idea. It's like, how about we're going to play the Kid Brewer Stadium, Appalachian State's football stadium. It would be Adam Church opens for Luke Combs. <laughs> Luke Combs opens for Eric Church. And that was the initial idea. That's and nice. I was just like, dude, like, this is insane, man. And so COVID happened and all that. It ended up being Ray Fulcher, Drew Parker. Uh, who else is on that? Ray Fulcher, Drew Parker, Luke, and me. That was yeah. it. That was the very opener. But I mean, it was that opportunity I decided to put going back to carolina out. And I was yeah. like, I need music out. I gotta do this. This is this push for me that people want to hear this. And it's like my story. And like I guess doing this happens after that footage. And like yeah. Luke thinks this is a good idea with TA films and Sony and stuff. And it was huge for Luke. And I wish I could have written that song with them, but it <laughs> tailored perfect to my life. And that's probably my biggest press kit right there is just having Luke's stamp of approval on doing this to be like, there you go, folks. But yeah. I guess I don't even know if I've answered the question well for you about why I just got into it. But it was just like, I think it was God's timing. I think it was just really me, man, being so shy and novice and a follower I think what, it, for a long I think what time. it comes
0: down to is like basically you were just waiting until you were ready. Because what that happens it, if what happens if you put stuff out, right? What happens if you put stuff out three years earlier and you're not ready and you're a totally different artist than you are now and then yeah. you just don't like what you put out three years earlier? Why would you do that? It's a waste, right? It's not for showing sure. who you really are. So you were waiting for that craft to be ironed out, basically, you know, iron sharpens iron, right? So you were waiting for it to just kind of, to, to be ready to go. And then you were going to say, all right, when the time's right, I'll do it. And you waited for that time to be right. And you did it and you did it damn well and you did it damn well. And you're going to continue (laughs) to do it well. So, I mean, it all comes down to timing. I I see nothing wrong with waiting. I was just genuinely, genuinely curious. I mean, I've been following along with you for, I don't know, probably a good few years here, probably since like 2019, 2020, something something along those lines in terms of just like social media. Right. Uh, I I would keep seeing your name pop up everywhere. And I'm like, like, I'm for, and no offense like who is this guy like i have no idea right no, that's great I, I gotta figure it out right so so it just kept popping up and i'm like and i would go look and i'm like he doesn't have any music i don't get it he's he's good he's great right and it was always like one of those things in my head i'm just like if he's this good then i'm missing something along the lines here right <laughs> and it happens there's other people that, that happens to now where i like see on twitter or instagram or whatever and i'm like These people are good and they write, but they don't have anything out that's under their own name. And I -hmm. sometimes I understand why. And sometimes I'm like, I wish I knew why, because if it's just that they're waiting for the right time, I think the right time might be now. But I'm glad to hear that your right time came to you and you said yeah. let's do it. And I mean those are some crazy experiences. I saw when I saw you were opening for him at that show and I knew that you guys both uh that you both had your time at state at App- Appalachian State. I was like this is this is cool. it's like, like a full circle moment. It's got to be the coolest oh, yeah. thing ever, right? And I mean there's got to be nerves along with that. You got to be nervous as hell, right? There's no way that you're not. But but I mean at the end of the day you got like one of your really good friends standing behind you who's also just yeah. a mega superstar and you know if you if you make a mistake he's gonna be the first one to be like hey it's all right yeah. everyone does it you know what i mean so yeah. like
1: it's got Dude, it. i guess on the same point too like that stadium show that was my wake up call too because i put my song out not always send luke songs that i write or, or anything just to be like hey man check this song out because you'll do that with me and always has sure. it's like hey man check this out don't send it to anybody but i want yeah. you to check it out and so right after i got off stage like luke watched my whole show from the top balcony and like he invited me back into his green room, and he was just like, hey, man. it's like, dude, you can do this, dude. He's like, I promise you that that you got what it takes. Like, your personality, like, you have the talent to do what I'm doing, man. And I was like, I never – I don't think I ever aspire to be as big as Luke just on that scale. Like, I want to still be able to maybe go to Walmart and, hang mm-hmm. and do my thing or go eat and not be bothered. But, I mean, it is what it is, and that's part of the game. And yeah. I think that was just – just hearing from your buddies, like just like Kim and Ray, and just people like that, really pushed me to do it, man. And that was it. Dude.
0: It's it's hearing
1: that approval to be like, dude, you got this. You can do this. That's what I needed, man.
0: It takes that one person, right? It just takes one person to say, go, go for it. Like, let loose, let it happen. Yeah. It happens, right. And, and everyone always says, like, it's all about. It's all about the support system. It's all about your backing. And that's, that's actually true. Like if you had everyone bringing you down one, they're not your real friends Two, For sure. You know, that's not going to help you. Like if you, if you have like, okay, so we'll use this example. Like your, your now wife was back in Boone when you were in Nashville. Yes, sir. If at the time she said, she said, Hey, listen, like, I don't want you to go to Nashville. That's like that. You need her to say, go ahead, do it. Right. Yes. Yeah. Go and do it. Like you need that support system. You need someone who loves you enough to say, go for it. Like I'll be here when you're back in two weeks. You know what I mean? Like, like you need that person and you need those people. You need those friends. And I think that's really important.
1: I think that's another thing too, on this last point here is uh, like my wife now and my daughter my family, they've come to see this, that this is my life. And they could, I think that's a whole nother timing factor of like, I got the right people around me to to pull this off. So. This is it's cool, man. The support's gotta be there.
0: It uh it takes but a village, right? Takes a village. Doesn't, doesn't just happen. Takes
1: a village. My, my wife always says takes a village. Right. takes a
0: village, <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, life takes a village. Uh so let's let's kind of circle into your songs here. Um, yeah, you man. Know, uh like I was saying, you 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 have three songs out uh right now, and obviously as we're saying, there's gonna be more here, but in 2022, uh you have two songs out. And that is uh, when the sun goes down on a small town and oh, yeah. uh, as the most recent uh, matters more uh, matters more. Few weeks here. Um, let's talk about them. Let's start with the first one and we'll, we'll, break that one down. I know that you, you broke it down a little bit here, but being that, that release in 20, I know when that song, when you, when you decide that that is going to be your, your, your song, first song of 2022, do you, do you put a song out like that? And then say, you know what, like, this is going to be the first of, I know you mentioned uh, an EP, like, yeah. Was there did you put this out and then say, hey, I'm gonna do an EP later in the year? Or did you put this out with the intentions of it being on an EP later in the year?
1: So this is, I hope like this is great because I haven't really talked about this to any podcast or anybody cool. about the process. So this is cool, man. Cool. Um, so this song, the initial idea was to go in and do a six-track EP. out of nashville right with big songwriters in nashville make it look the best product it could be with with my name a part of it and so there's six tracks coming out when the sun goes down in a small town is kind of my thing as far as like here's this country rock thing that i that i love and like It's I think it's a great song. It's huge. If Luke put that song out, I think that's a heat like a great maybe like not a beer never broke my heart, but it's an album tune for the guy probably. And then back to the song itself, I would to the Eric Church show when my dream started um, in Boone 2009 Eric Church show at Legends. He had a guy open for him, Jonathan Singleton in the road opened for Eric Church then so I knew Jonathan from then the dream the night my dream started Jonathan was there so I yeah. got in a room with Jonathan and this guy Eric Dillon that I met for the first time he's great songwriter, songwriters, songwriters. Dude. chiefs fan I'm a big chiefs fan too okay. I don't know why but I am but uh sat down that one day to write with Jonathan we wrote when the sun goes down on a small town I showed it to Dan his bull my producer who wrote when we talk about matters more we'll talk about him but I was just like, this is a perfect storm, perfect song. I'd love to intro me with this year with this Nashville produced thing that, that sounds great and I know is a good product. And here's song number one out of the gate. Singleton's on it, Eric Dillon's on it and myself. And we're like, wow, let's go. Crazy. So that was, I still think it's only tapped into about one or 2% of the people it will eventually tap into by next year, the next five years, hopefully, but it's a good, people can actually look me up when they see me now and be like, Hey, that's okay, cool. Oh, Jonathan Singleton wrote that song. Okay. Like that's kind of was our idea by putting that out. And that was a me kind of song.
0: Yeah. Isn't it cool to be like, well, for me, like, isn't it cool for someone to play that song and then say, okay, like, well, this is who you really are. Like this is what you really want to accomplish. Right. And that's gotta be a
1: cool feeling. dude. It's it too. Like I've always been like, I'm a, believer christian guy and stuff and i just think even if if you're not like i just like the golden rule goes so far but it's like that kind of stuff rings so true to me with like what i do in my life and like the way i do things and Mm -hmm. how things happen like some people call it karma some call it i don't know i think it's just like god working in crazy ways too but
0: i I think it's beautiful i think it's it's wonderful that that that's how you kind of go throughout your daily life and 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 you know, it's it's obviously apparent that that it, it works because because you know here you are and, and you're doing great and you're gonna continue to do even better and, and yeah. so, so I'm 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 with you there and and what what I think is cool is that you have a song that's like when the song goes down in a small town which is like this rock and this country thing and it's like the, that's like how I got into country music if if for if if it wasn't for guys like like Brantley Gilbert and and, really? and Luke, but, yeah. right? Like I saw Brantley Gilbert when I was like a what was it? I saw Brantley Gilbert when I was a senior in high school, I think. And uh I traveled like two and a half hours to see the show and Luke Combs opened for him. And it yeah. was like this crazy thing. And I was it was like this wild story because I was really excited to go see this show because me and my buddy really got into country music through guys like that because we listened oh, yeah. to we grew up listening to like Nickelback and Hinder and Plan, and, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> things like that. Like, those are the people we listened to. So like it was very close in line with what we were listening to. And uh, so we drive to the show. This is a random sidetrack story, but we drive to the show and uh, we get there and uh, I have type one diabetes and this is like kind of a normal thing on here. It's not a secret, but uh, yeah, yeah. I carry a, a bag with me uh, that has like everything I would need in a situation if I would need mm-hmm. it um so we get to this show and it's like an outdoor theater type deal uh and we walk like we parked the car and we walk a mile it was like a mile and some change to the front of the gate which was like pretty ridiculous for the fact that you're parking so far away but we walk all the way up there and we get up there and I go to the the person right and I say like Here's, this is my situation. Look in the bag. I open the bag up, they look inside and they say, like, you can't bring this in there. And I was like, well, I don't know how that's going to work. Cause I need to bring it in there. So we got to figure something out. Right. And I was very nice about it. And then they were like, you got to buy our bag. And it was like this whole situation. And they were like, you got to throw your bag out, buy our bag or bring it back to the car. And I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm not going to go all the way back to the car because I'm going to miss Luke's set. Like part of the reason yeah. why I was there is because I wanted to see Luke. Right. Because yeah. Luke didn't come up here before then. And I was like, damn, what do I do? So I like went to talk to a cop and she was like, yeah, I can't do anything for you. And I was like, damn. So I had to go all the way back to the car and put my bag in the car.
1: Mm-hmm. And I came
0: back and I missed like more than half the set. And they, I gave them a fair, a, f- a fair set of words. They, I was not so nice about it afterwards i was I, I said some things but i uh yeah i missed like half the set and it's a story we always talk about because we have since never gone back to that theater
1: yeah. i have
0: since seen luke like three or four times i've seen brantley another time um and it, it's just like there's a wild story that's just so stupid but it's like one of those constant memories that i'll always remember i've been to a ton of shows well, like, that's something I'll always remember. Cause it was just so, it was just so crazy, but the night was so fun, but we just had to get past the hump. Right. So,
1: yeah. I
0: don't know. So anyway, um, Dude, that's
1: crazy, man. Like just hearing that, I mean, it's just like, man, y'all want to get sued. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, literally know.
0: all I want to do, I opened, I dumped out the entire thing. I said, look what's inside. Like what, am, what else am I going to put in here? You are, you are like putting me through a metal detector. It's not like I'm shoving stuff in there when I walk through, like, yeah. it is the most innocent thing it was so dumb it was so you know, dumb. you're
1: not the only one in there with that probably no
0: because there there was other people who were complaining too and i was like yeah. shouting across the carousels i was like yeah these guys are assholes and i was like saying all <laughs> stuff, all this and i was like stirring up all his problems my 17 year old self is like causing all of these issues and i was just like this is ridiculous but nonetheless dude, you know dude yeah. on
1: your point too dude like Nickelback, Hinder, Chevelle, Huba, was my first concert in 06. And then, dude, Brantley Gilbert, Kicking the Sticks, one of my buddies showed that to me like the first night I drank beer when I was like 18 or 19 or something. (laughs) And I would follow Brantley around my freshman, sophomore year of college when I was like 20, 21. And I would literally see him at these venues when he was like, I mean, he was, I guess, famous as a songwriter for Jason Aldean, but had, yeah. I think, just started getting that traction. Dude, that was some good time. How old are you right now? Black I'm change. 24. 24. Yeah. I'm 31 now. So I was 17, 18 when I heard Kick It in the Sticks for the first time. Yeah. And literally, that him and Eric, Eric first and Brantley right after that with the rock thing. Yeah. That was, it was game over, dude. Totally. totally. Listen watching brantley's acoustic videos and like i would like try to play the chords he was playing that was literally how i learned how to play guitar
0: we strictly and when i say we i mean me and my one of my best friends in this whole world is is the only guy who who loves this stuff as much as i do and in uh up here but uh we would burn his, cause, cause he drove before he's a year older than I am. So he drove a year before me. Right. And, mm-hmm. and he got his license and, and we would, we would pile into his O1 Ford escape. And we'd, we'd uh, plug his, we take the little uh, a-track ox uh, cord and shove it in the, in the, uh, in the tape player there. And the aux cord would stick out so we could plug it in his phone. Right. And we would plug it in and we would just burn Brantley Gilbert all the time, windows down. It was blasting. It was so loud. And we would just drive. Forever, and that's all we would listen to taking the sticks, take it outside, saving Amy. Like, so it, was, even it goes on forever. Country must be country wide, dude. It was great. And then, obviously, you know, like you know, small town throwdown came out, and that whole record came out. And then we mm-hmm. backtracked because I personally think the best thing that Brantley's done is that first record. Dude, I, I think, like, picture on a dashboard it's like nuts. Dude, there's and, a
1: YouTube cover I got of me playing that from like at my trailer in dude. college when I played like community college baseball. And it's like, I think I sound okay on it, but it's like filmed on a potato. <laughs> like, pixels are like.
0: On like you know? one of the flip cameras. I'm one of those old flip cameras with the little. That US was TV. what
1: it was, dude. I swear. I was just like, damn. It would they have always click and just focus the whole time. Dude, yeah, picture on a dashboard, dude, grits, yeah. man. The girl raised it oh the sound. Let's go. Wow. Like, and then those, dude, like some, modern day prodigal son, like that song. I played that song at my church some like growing up and stuff. Like, what a tune, man. Like that, that's, whole- that's
0: one of the songs that I listen to in the car. And when I'm alone, I just like <clears throat> turn it up, sit back, sing a little bit, don't sound very good. And it's like the greatest. It like makes yeah. you feel some type of way because it's just so good. And, and he wasn't even tapping into any sort of his potential yet. No. It was so raw. Like,
1: vocally, he was great. I know he's a cigarette smoker, which is like, maybe affected his voice over yeah. the years. <laughs> but I think, it like, maybe whatever he had back then, it was, like, more of a, I don't know, it was, like, innocent. It yeah. sounded innocent, I guess. It kind was of like so raw. The- it was so yeah. raw, right? <laughs>
0: I mean, man, I don't know. That was some, that was some great stuff. Those are some great times. I love it. Dude, yeah. that
1: that dude we can relate hard on that, dude. That's so cool. hard. So cool, dude.
0: So cool. But let's, let's swing this back. We went on like a 15 minute tangent and that's what hey, I love. But um, so, so, you know, all these influences kind of lead you into uh, matters more, right. At, at some point after you put out this song and, 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 you know, now that we think about it, like matters more kind of has like that, that like early Brantley like vibe to it it's very slow and melodical and and, and yeah. the words are, are more important than everything else in the song for um, sure and it's it's a it's a the newer of the two songs uh this album cover is really cool because I love it and I'm looking at it right now so I can see it but I love it yeah. because it's it's basically like a wood panel for anyone who hasn't listened to the song it goes listen to it but it's basically a wood panel and it's got all of these pictures from all these different moments in Adam's life that are important moments to him. And I mean, basically it's what matters, right? Like these are the things that matter. Yeah. And and there's like
1: my first show on yeah. there. There's like Eric Church holding Eric Church had a book come out called a song to sing. And I was on the cover. And that's me when those two three dudes holding the boots up. Yeah. And then that's the stadium show when I opened for Luke and Drew Parker and Ray. And uh you got your family yeah, here. Too. There's, there's my daughter fishing. Like mm-hmm. I reeled in my first fish down on Winklers Creek. Uh, it's like my daughter fishing right there like it's my my wife in there with my daughter it's cool man it's
0: it's pretty cool when
1: they get to know me well i think they'll tap into this song for years it's a longevity song like this song can be listened to and be relevant till till jesus comes back
0: (laughs) totally you know one of the this song reminds me of this and tell me if you agree with me here but this song is like one of those songs where someone's put out you you could put out Two, three records at this point, right? And then one mm-hmm. day someone's going to backtrack and see, like, okay, really, who is this guy? Because you get the most out of who an artist is by listening to their really early stuff that basically was just a uh, catalog builder for them. And I yeah. feel like this is one of those songs where, like, maybe right now it's not doing—I don't know—I don't know the numbers on it, but maybe right now it's not doing 100% what you wanted to do. But maybe in a year and a half, it's going to yeah. blow up out of nowhere, right?
1: Yeah. Hundred yeah, percent.
0: That's the power of the internet, but also like it's pretty cool. It's gotta be pretty, it's pretty cool. pretty cool. Like you wouldn't mind playing the song for the next 20 years. You know what I mean? Dude,
1: I'm I love this tune, man. I the day we wrote it, we actually were at Sony Publishing in Nashville. Walked into the room. It's Mr. Dan Isbolt, Reed Isbolt. So they're the brothers hunt. They're great, great dudes, first off, great songwriters, second off, and just They've helped me out so much. They yeah. came into the room and Mr. Jacob Lutz, too. He's with Singleton and Luke and his 50 Egg Publishing. Yeah. He's with them. So we all were in the room and we're like, we got this idea. And I was like, hey, I guess I think Reed or Dan, Dan said, it's like, what about like this matters more idea? We're trying to think of like a cool, like who is Adam? Like what's yeah. a journey kind of tune? So we had this idea and I think Reed just brought his guitar out and like he just picked this little tune. and was like, it was just sounded right man and we just vibed like kind of my life and molded it into this thing like talking about my first show people coming in and drowning out them crickets we love that line in the third verse like Mm uh and my first show i think i sold right around 20 tickets what or and then just uh two songs in, a pile of my friends rolled in to drown out them crickets And sitting here now i can still hear them out yelling encore and to me that matters more it just it was it was right man and we felt it and It was just, uh, this will be the title of my EP. Like this is the single, but it's going to be the Adam Church Matters More EP in the end. So we got four more to release after this one. One's coming up like two weeks from now. And then there's three just dropping straight out on the EP. And I'll, I'll get into that with you after this. But yeah, Matters More is a total longevity tune for me and the guys I wrote it with. I mean, I believe in them. They believe in me. And I think we have built a lifelong relationship with these guys and just want to keep helping them out. No, they're supporting me. And it's, uh, it's cool, man. I love that's that awesome.
0: song. I love it. It, it. It's one of those songs that I listen to and I'm like, Hey, this is, this is real. Like this is why we listen to country music for things like this. And, and that's important. Especially when you're, when you're first, like, you know, when you're first uh, getting your feet wet, you know, you, you kind of want stuff like that so you can, latch in and, and you know kind of connect with the artist fast that's what you want, oh, yeah. you want to connect with them fast you don't want it to take you know we'll use we'll go back to Harry church for me i love mm-hmm. Eric Church. it's like my a guy that i'll tell my kids about when i'm 56 years old yeah. right and i'll be like now this is music but it took me a second it took me a second i didn't latch on right away it took me a little yeah. bit and now i'm like you know you go in my room right now and i got uh every studio record. Except for the triple hanging Mm -hmm. up on my wall right now, right on vinyl, which is cool. Which is cool. I still got to get the triple. I have the middle one, I got to get the other two, but it'll come. Um, but you know, like that's like that's my guy, and it took me a second. But like, if you're connecting with people now, you want to start as fast as possible, right? Because that'll only help you, right? So,
1: I think so. I've had buddies too, like. They didn't like Eric's voice or thought he was nasally early on, which he was And like, yeah. Eric's not the greatest singer ever. Yeah. And it's it like, I loved how, I loved how real he was. And it doesn't like, have
0: just, to be the greatest singer, right?
1: Attitude. Yeah. You don't gotta be the greatest singer. You just gotta be real and people exactly. make people feel something inside. That's what it's all about. My buddy, my best buddies, Murphy, that I went to high school with and we're still great buddies. He was like, man, Eric Church, I don't know about him. And now he bought literally the package of the, the heart and soul. And was like, like keeps the vinyls all like in the plastic, doesn't open them. And he's like huge fan now. And it's like, I told you, dude, I told yep. you, man. <laughs> See, I'm, like, I'm, you know, I'm,
0: a, I'm a little like, bit of a difference. Yeah, it takes time. It took time and that's okay. Like you just have to like basically find what you like about it and just run with that. And I, that's the important thing one point i'm not a guy that leaves the vinyl in in the in the package i listen to it i take it out and i listen to it because i'm never going to sell it i'm never going to sell it it's never going to go anywhere it's only going to stay in my possession so i might as well enjoy it right
1: dude i like that man
0: that's the way i I see it that's the way i see it everyone keeps their stuff like in mint and then they sell it when they want to get some new stuff and i'm like why are you buying it are you buying it to stare at the cover no, I'm yeah. buying it to listen to it. And that's exactly what I'm gonna do.
1: Yeah, there's a record in there. You can spin it. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> in there. It's not just a, a piece of paper with plastic. Over
0: <laughs> yeah. With the uh with the uh, uh writer's uh credits in there, you know it, it's in there, yeah. it's in there. I love <laughs> it. So the CP, and this is kind of how I want to close this all out. And I think that this, yeah, man. Is, that this has been awesome in terms of in terms of just going through your life and trying to figure out your story and, and some things that, that, you know, define you, but um, this, the CP, and obviously there's a lot that you probably cannot and won't say, but uh, in terms of these songs, you know, you said it's titled matters more. And Matters More must be the songs that are, that matter to you, right? Like that's got that's gotta be why they're on there because they're the ones that matter yeah. the most.
1: Yeah. These songs, like literally I wrote every song, from february to june or july to june february to june and all of them are with like i would say great friends of mine now but they're also all i'll just go through every song i can tell the writers and stuff and i'm not afraid that i mean if anyone hears this it only helps me out too and i (laughs) want them to hear this so dude our next song i think it might get the big biggest traction out of the get-go but it's a feature it's called drinking and lonely and uh, I te- like Casey Tyndall, up-and-coming nice. artist. She's on tour. They're tours like Bailey Zimmerman right You're now. Oh, yeah, Casey. Yeah, she yeah. was on here. Yeah. Dude, she's Carolina gal. Insanely talented. She's like, I'm the to Luke Combs as she is to Laney Wilson. Yeah, I would say there you beautiful. go. That's a, good, that's a good one. And she, uh, she's featuring on this track. And she didn't write this, but we were just like, who's a good girl we can throw on this? It'll sound weird The dudes harmonizing harmonizing on this drinking and lonely (laughs) song. So, uh, wrote this with Reed Isbell again. Reed was, I wrote, had two rights with Reed from Brothers Hunt. Dan's Mm. brother Reed. He's two for two, batting a thousand. (laughs) And Jacob, or Jamie Davis, who wrote Kind of Love We Make. He's on this song. Um, like one of Luke's guitar texts, Great dude. Love that guy. And then, um. Jacob Lutz is on this one too, who's also on Matters mm-hmm. More, reads on Matters More. So uh, Drinking and Lonely. It's gonna be it's a the next single before we drop the whole EP, probably mm-hmm. in the next two to three weeks. Don't I'm getting the master back any second now. Literally waiting on it to pop up on my phone. I there you go. But uh put that out. And then there's three other songs I'll get into. So one's called Poor Decisions, P-O-U-R. There you Decisions. go cool little drinking tune. It's awesome. It's like a fun little, like kick in the butt tune. It's kind of, it's kind of like Dwight Yoakam with balls. Mm. <laughs> nice. I, would, I would describe it. It's how the, the guy that Nick it. Yoakam was like, Dwight Yoakam with balls. I was like, yeah, man, I like that. So uh, it's kind of like a five, four, three, two, one, too many, but rowdier maybe nice. than that. So um, maybe that's Jamie Davis, uh, okay. kind of love we make right and Jacob Lutz as well. Matters more drinking and lonely. Um, so the fifth song I'm just giving them an order how they go release. for it Down, matters more drinking and lonely's track three poor decisions track four so track five this is kind of the surprise I told anyone this other than my like couple buddies and no one's heard it but my band that we play it with now like played it one show but it's called she knows I will and I, I had a right set up with Dan who's Dan Isbell who's produced this whole thing this is his first producing project and he's like dude you and luke are boys dude we're all great friends like let's just try to get a right with luke so i wrote with him and luke and jamie davis one day at luke's house luke had to leave halfway through the right to go to nicole's baby appointment for for their son tex and he came back he's like what y'all got but but luke came up with the whole riff of this song and like we just kind of vibed out the lyrics and luke i mean he was into it by the end too when he got back but it's called "She Knows I Will," and it's kind of like a big—I don't even know how to describe it. It's kind of "Love We Make" esque, in like the same vibe. Yeah, but it's uh, definitely different, like in its in its entirety. But that's a surprise track on the EP. It'll get pushed, but it's not a single, which might be a mistake. We'll see. I don't think so, though. I think this whole package EP will speak for itself in the long run. So that's a little surprise on there. That's I mean. Cool. It, They'll see that Luke wrote it. They'll probably want to like listen to it. I know I'm like Luke, Luke, Luke in this thing, but literally, that's he's a huge part of why I'm here. So I mean,
0: and and that's important. You want to give credit to the people the reason why you're here, no matter who they are. Like, it, it could have been one of your best friends even since you were 10 years old, and walked down the same way. I mean, it, it just happens. To be a guy that is very well known in the
1: country music industry. It's just and just a good just got lucky. I mean, like, that's a guy that's never changed. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, Exactly. Same
0: so that's that's important, dude. So, I'm
1: excited. So that's there's only one more. Sorry, I got sidetracked again. That's uh. So yes, yeah, she knows I will. Track five: Luke Combs, myself, Jamie Davis, uh, Dan Isbell, and then um, track six. This one's gonna be the craziest oddball rock track on there. It's not only it's not country at all. It's a uh, very. It's called Long Shot. Cool. So I got. It's like very tailored to like first lines like 2017. I moved to Tennessee to chase a dream that they said I'd never catch. But it gets into like driving my Chevy Silverado to Nashville and like living this dream. Like these, I'll just uh, I'll, I'll have to just send you this song because I'll, I'll send do? it to you. Dude. Um, but I wrote it with uh Adam Craig, wrote like Church Pewer Barstool, kind yeah. of down Jay Brunswick wrote some Josh Thompson songs yeah. and uh. Chris Utley, this guy that mixed everything, he just got signed with Sony as a writer. But we wrote this song about my life, tailored to Appalachian State, like where I come from. Like the, um, it's like, dude, I'll, I'll reel off this second verse part. It's like I'm a dad to a daughter, son of a blue collar. I'm a moderns Appalachian State. Yeah, I put my stories in a song, get you singing along. Not bad for a boy who was told to go home. I put a hundred thousand miles. Yeah. On my Silverado. And dude, it's crazy. But it's kind of like if Hardy latches on to a song like this and we push it to his crew, like maybe he could open for Hardy with this vibe of this song yeah. called Long Shot. And it's going to just be the last track on there. Like, yeah. just to be a long shot. Just to be a long shot. Like screaming right. at the end. So it's like sold out Hardy vibe. And yeah, like yeah. think God Hardy put sold out out to help this song out in yeah, country, right. wherever it goes. So that's that's the play-by-play of the EP songs, writers, how the vibes and dude, it's going to be cool, man. <laughs> I love it. Our sleeves, man.
0: I love it. I think that that's <laughs> awesome. Honestly, I'm super excited. I love when, when, when people kind of push their, uh, push their comfort zone there. And it seems like that that's kind of what you're doing. And I think that it's awesome that, 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 you know, you're, you're, you're geared up and you're ready to put these songs out and you stand by them and you love them. And, and that's yeah, what you man. want, right? That's what you want to do. And, 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 you know, you don't, you don't want to really settle for anything less in my opinion. So I'm excited and, and I'm ready to see uh, what you got going with these. And, and and I'm excited for the whole thing to come out and listen dude. together. Cause I think that that's also the uh, best part about projects. So, um, dude, dude I appreciate it. Dude, thank you so much. I appreciate you coming to hang out with me and, and, and kind yeah. of sharing your story and sharing your songs and and kind of what makes you Adam Church and and that's that's for why sure. that's why you're here and and that's why I, uh, I I love doing this. So thank you for coming to hang out with me. I appreciate
1: it. Dude, Kyle, thank you, man. It's an honor, honestly, and I love doing this kind of stuff. Anytime you want to hang out, chat, hit me up, dude. Let's Bro, do I'm it here. I love it.
0: <laughs> I love it. Everybody you can go follow Adam on Instagram uh, at Adam church music, all one word uh, go follow along with uh, his posts there for uh, you know, song song uh, uh, release dates and, and project release dates and, and stay tuned for uh, this new one. That's going to come out in a, uh, in a couple weeks here. And if you're listening to this right now, it might be out as you're listening to this, but I'm not going to make any promises because it <laughs> might not be. So I don't want to shoot myself in the foot, but if you're listening right now and, 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 uh you know you're 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 a fan of adams go check out his music and go go stream these songs that he's got out right now and and get ready for this project to come out uh he's fantastic a great dude obviously and 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 man's got a hell of a voice and uh, i'm excited to see where he goes so uh it's going to be awesome everybody Thank you for tuning into to another episode of the member country music podcast. Remember to rate, subscribe, give us five stars. If you love the episode and follow us on Instagram at RCM underscore podcast, you know, episodes come out every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at 10 a.m. Central, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iheartradio It's all there. Uh, go stream it, share it, go share it with the lady walking down the street and, uh, you know, do all the good <laughs> things every day. This is another episode of the RCM podcast. I'm Kyle Corbis. That's Adam church. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. <music>